You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new film, Let the Right One In, our guest today, Tomas Alfredson, follows Oscar, a fragile, anxious 12-year-old boy who is regularly bullied by his stronger classmates but never strikes back. The lonely boy's wish for a friend seems to come true when he meets Ely, also 12, who moves in next door to him with her father. Coinciding with Ely's arrival is a series of inexplicable disappearances and bloody murders. Let the Right One In will screen beginning this Friday, October 24th, at the Playhouse 7 Cinemas in Pasadena, the Playhouse 5 in West Hollywood, and here in Irvine at the University Town Center 6 Cinemas. Tomas Alfredson, welcome to film school. Well, thank you. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I, I, I'm a little worn out because we, have, we had the, the, um, the first screening here in, in, in Stockholm uh, uh, yesterday, and uh. we were parting quite roughly uh, till the morning, so I'm a little worn out. Okay, well, that's well, fantastic. How did it go? Well, I think uh, it was uh, a huge success, and everybody seems to like it. So, so I'm very happy today. Mm-hmm. Now, now, how is it that you ran into the the novel that this film was based on? Well, this, this was a book that was given to me by a, a friend of mine, and uh, usually I I really hate to have uh, books thrown at me because I I think that's a uh, a lonely man's business to go into the bookshop and you know look around for yourself and find your own books. But oh. th- this was. This was not the case this this time, and um, uh, I started to, to read it, and I couldn't uh, I couldn't let it go until forty eight hours later. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's really a good book. Yeah, this is by. Uh, is it of the same name? Is it Let the Right One In? Yeah, that's the the the, the same name in Swedish, uh-huh. and uh, it, it's a quote from a Morrissey song. Oh, oh, I I, yeah. I had no idea. Okay. Hmm. So this okay. is this is by John Lindquist. Yeah. Does he have any uh, input during uh, the uh, production of the of the film? Yes, he, he did because he he's also the screenwriter uh-huh. of the of the film. So he was very involved. So he he got a chance to sit in while it was being filmed. Well, he 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 wasn't there. Uh, well, just as a tourist uh, once or twice, but um, uh-huh. but. Uh, his main, his main work he made with uh, with writing the screenplay. Uh-huh. Was there was there a lot of back and forth between you and him as far as the screenplay goes? Did did he have a good grasp of what it was like to write a screenplay? Uh, you know, honing his novel down to something that's going to last about two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, that 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 must be uh, something that's really hard for a novelist. To do. Yes. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this novel is like uh, 400 pages, and uh, to to uh, to cut that down into 90 minutes of uh, of uh, of film is uh, it must be quite uh, a, a tough thing to do. But he was very courageous and uh, very wise, and he's a, he's a very good uh, screen screenwriter. 
Now, now in in this film, the the setting to me played a uh, very integral part of of the whole film itself. The this it, is kind of sparse. Uh, the neighborhood where the where the children live, the the snow, the temperatures is is that part of the novel too? Is it or is that something that you envisioned as you were reading it and, and placed it there? No, oh, it's very specific in the book. It's it's very uh, uh, it's in this uh, in in Stockholm. This is a very famous uh, suburb mm-hmm. uh, Stockholm called Blackeberg, and uh, uh, that's that's I think that. That is one thing that that makes it uh, universal, sort of, uh, yes. in its uh, specificness. It's it's uh, a very specific universe, mm-hmm. and and the, the 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 Swedish winter is also very specific and I I believe exotic for for maybe people in California. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. It's a, a beautiful opening to the film too. I it, you get the snow right away. You get the get the uh, isolation and the cold, and it just uh, it, it draws you right into that universe. Yeah. You know, I think there's something uh, special. I want to. Um, I want you to tell us about your cinematographer because it's a the film is a it's a beautiful film to look at. Uh, and particularly one shot for me that really sets this film up very well is the opening shot of Oscar uh, looking in out the window and the ref- and the different reflections of Oscar you see in that in that shot. Mm. Uh, I thought that was beautiful. Who was your cinematographer in the film? Uh, his name is Hoyte van Hoytema, and he's uh, he's a Dutch uh, cinematographer. And uh, uh, we really this is our first uh, work together, and we we really. Uh, we really found each other during this process, and uh, it was uh, well. He's, he, I, I, I usually compare him uh, to a painter. He's, uh-huh. he's like an old Dutch painter from you know a Rembrandt yes. or something. Now, he... uh, well, uh, and the lightning—he's he, so very sensitive. Uh, lightnings are are beautiful to to, to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's. Uh... I know this is jumping ahead, but are you guys planning anything for the future? This uh... well, a- any time uh, the, the possibility will, will come, we we would love to to work together again. Now, another very important part of the film, in fact, really central to this film, um, is the casting of the two lead characters, Oscar and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you find them? Well, in Sweden, we don't have uh, we don't have professional children's actors, so so we we had to find them through open castings throughout uh, all Sweden, and uh, it was extremely complicated because we we had to find uh, these two uh, kids that should be, I, I mean, good at acting and and be be suitable for the parts as well as they should be mirrors to each other. Uh, so, I mean, Eli is everything Oscar is not. Mm-hmm. And that should also reflect uh, in their personalities and, and, their, uh, and their looks, I thought. So this took, uh, this took about one year to, to accomplish. Wow. Now, one year to uh, decide who is going to have the roles, or one year once you got hold of them? Yeah, well, well, we, 
we decided, okay, let's go for these two. Okay. Uh, uh, after after one year, so we had like four or five processes of of you know uh, having ads in the in the papers, and uh, we we called uh, schools and we 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 looked on the internet and you know asking people all all over Sweden to 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 have some. Mm-hmm. Uh, tips on, on these on, on these characters. Yeah. Did you know when you had them when you, when you first met them? Did you have a pretty good feeling that this was the right choice, or was there a lot of uh, discussion after you had gone through everyone? No, I thought you know when you when you know the the when you know you have have the uh, okay I, I'm I'm close to it now. Uh, you, you you feel that, but yeah. then you have to persuade your own intellect yeah. uh, for for a month or something. <laughs> uh, but but your stomach will know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. it was a wonderful choice. These these uh, children, I, they seem absolutely natural in what they're doing, and yeah. and that's uh, got to be unique considering that one of them's a vampire. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they're they're uh, marvelous, and they're at the same time they're they're twelve years old, old and very innocent people. And at the same time, I think they are like two eighty-year-olds behind their eyes, sort of. They're very mature and very and very old yeah. inside, but but they're very experienced and very wise, sort of. So they're they're really. A, a strange couple, these two. <laughs> We're speaking with uh, the, the director of Let the Right One In, Tomas Alvertsen, and uh, the film opens this Friday uh, in Los Angeles and here in Orange County. Uh, they, they are remarkable. I'm going to go a step further than you might want to say here. I think that they... Uh, so embody uh, this uh, this tension that is going on in both of their lives, the need for to connect with one another. Um, and, you know, it's one thing for a director to frame and put together a beautiful-looking film, and it's another whole level of uh, skill required to make these characters work within this world that you've created as effectively as you have with this film. And uh, I, my compliments are to you for working. The entire cast is terrific. But these two are the the central uh, uh, central part of this film, and they work beautifully together. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's get to the gore. Uh, did, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm just teasing on that. But did you have uh, did you have kind of limits as you were uh, laying this out? Did you say I'm I'm not going to show this much? I'm going to only reveal a certain amount to the audience, or or did you? Uh, did you have a definite script of of building to the end? Yes, I did. Uh, it, it's um, when you come to the gore business, you you have to think about it as street to uh, sort of because if if you if you show too much too early, it, it will be uh, uninteresting to to look at for uh-huh. two hours, and uh, uh, that's one one part of it. And and then and then I I think that. That uh, the strongest images are the images you 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 make for yourself inside yes. your head. So if you if you give clues or if you uh, suggest different things uh, there in the darkness, uh, th- those images will be the uh, the strongest. So so having that dialogue ongoing for through the film is a very important thing uh, thing I think because. Yes. 
you know, to to let out the gourd too early, that kind of film doesn't in, in, interest me uh, at all. Uh-huh. Well, well, that was again very subtly done, very very nicely done, and like you say, it's the it's the dark moments that I found the most disturbing. It's it's mm-hmm. the, the the draining of the blood when you know what's going on but you're not seeing it that that yeah. brings some of the more uh, uh, startling images into your head. Yeah, and uh, and on the other hand, we had a very nice uh, sound work on it, so so it will give you a lot of uh, input to, yeah. to those feelings. Instead, now I, I imagine you had some input into that too. Did you did you feel like you really owned the uh, the sound the track on this? Um, yes, that, that, that's you know it's it's a very quiet film, mm-hmm. and uh, and when when you have a, a lot of quiet, a lot of silence, you have to really be very careful what you put into that silence, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, bec- because it really comes up in your face when 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 it's surrounded by silence. Yeah, and that's also also a part of of Swedish winter. It it becomes very silent. When there's snow everywhere, mm-hmm. so uh, um, you you hear a lot of your own bo- body sounds, uh-huh. your 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 breath and your even your eyes blinking sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or your yeah. tongue moving in yeah. your mouth and and so on. So so there there are a lot of those uh, the, the body sounds of uh, of the children uh, very close up. Yes. There's there's something also about the uh, the film and the way that uh, it, it as it as it unfolds, the uh, the Ellie is uh, is a twelve year old girl. She's been a twelve year old girl f- by vampire lore for a long long time, um, but she still acts, behaves, and interacts with Oscar like a twelve year old girl would, and that's what makes I think that gives this film an extra bit of uh, the. The scare, fa- the scare factor, if you will, if it, is that when she is in the process of feeding herself, she is not. Uh, she is not. She looks like a twelve-year-old girl who is in, a, in yeah. the midst of a feeding frenzy. Would would behave, and uh, it's. Uh, it really. It's a very powerful part of the film. That your choice to make them just, just there's so much about their relationship and about what it is age appropriate. That gives this film, I think, that extra level of uh, of uh, power. I guess would be the right word for it. Um, did that they was... spend a lot of time working together to get to that? Yeah. Uh, did you that's... did you isolate them at all and just say, uh, uh, you know, do your lines together, or or did they, did they go get a cotton candy together? How, how much rehearsal did you do for the film? Well, uh, they, they the children didn't. Uh, I I wouldn't let them read the script. So uh, their parents did, of course, to to uh, to give their uh, blessings to it. But uh, but uh, the children didn't read the script, and uh, they had to find out bit by bit what the, what this was all about. And they uh, and the, all the lines they they learned from me reading aloud to them. So they didn't have a, a visual memory of the of the text. The, it was it came to them through through their ears so that's uh, that was a big difference and and then uh it, it's it's such a big um, responsibility for a 12 year old actor to you know to 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 uh, to have the whole uh, character or, or the whole role to to uh, 
think about. It's much e- easier if, if they just have this little piece, okay. this very very day to to uh, to talk about. So, so, so that, that 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 was um, a part of the the uh, the method. So you were literally reading them the lines just before they were yeah. to shoot the scene. Oh, yeah, and uh, I also talk a lot a lot to them when, when the camera is rolling. So, so I would say say that again, or say say this sentence in this way, or uh, repeat yourself, or say it more sadly, or you know, uh, throwing in some some uh, some fire yeah. there, uh, du- during. Uh, during the shoot. Now, now a lot of films that are in the horror or fantasy genre, genre use a lot of special effects to drive home the film. You're, there are a few special effects in this film, but they're used very effectively. I, I think of the uh, her eyes, the changing of her eyes in the in the darkness, and obviously the scene in the hospital. But uh, very little is done really that's that doesn't seem completely natural in this film, in terms of the setting. Uh, obviously, a conscious decision on your part. Yeah, but uh, it's really not true. It's it's like I think it's 58 special effect shots uh, throughout the film. Uh, uh, some of them were really complicated, but uh, but you you really don't see them, and uh, you you're so used to that every every time there is a, a special effect in in some film, you they really squeeze every uh, every drop out of it and. Uh, if a car is exploding, for instance, it's exploding for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, why not use a small explosion or, uh, you know, something that's more uh, trustworthy? So, um, uh, uh, so that was a, a sort of uh, style we chose to have a very subtle and very low-key special effects. And, and uh, that brings a lot to the material, yes. I think. Now, before we let the children go, I just want to be sure, uh, I want to state their names, even though I'm not going to uh, be able to do it right. Is it, um, Oscar was Kar Hildebrand? Yeah, his name is Kore. Kore? It's this swe- Swedish letter with uh, an A with a ring above it. Okay. That, that, that spells O. Okay. Uh, Kore, and his last name is Hedebrand. Hedebrand, Kore Hedebrand, and uh, is it... Lina Leanderson? Yeah, close. Uh, Lina Leanderson. <laughs> Lina Leanderson. All right, very yeah. good. They they were excellent. I, I really have to compliment you on on the uh, the casting in this film, and and oh, the thank you and the. <laughs> And the casting throughout the film is yes. it works very Absolutely. well. These, this is the thing that, again, gives this film its power. It's just a very natural setting. These people seem very real in, 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 in the, the way, where they are in their lives and what they're doing. And uh, it just, uh, it, 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 this sort of understatement really gives it the, 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 the film tremendous uh, power. Uh, we're speaking with Thomas Alfredson, and the film is Let the Right One In. It's opening, as we said, uh, this week uh, around Los Angeles and L.A. County. And how easy was this film to make for you? Was this uh, something that came uh, smoothly, or did you run into any real difficulties in the process? Uh, well, it was, it was quite complicated because it's, it's made in... in uh, all the exteriors are made in a very uh, low temperature. Yeah. So I, I don't know what this is in in Fahrenheit, but in in Celsius it's like minus thirty degrees. Oof. 
yeah. so, so it was it was really complicated and and having children to act uh night time in those temperatures was, was really that was really hard there equipment issues uh camera problems or yeah the the camera stopped uh, <laughs> 30 times, I think. It's just wow. weird. Mm-hmm. Very frustrating. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and how did, how did the bare feet survive all that? Did she have uh, anything special going on in her feet to, to uh, yeah, prevent Yeah, we had her? some soles uh, uh, glued under her feet. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah well. now, now, you also edited the film. Yeah. And how long did it take for you to, uh, once you had it all, all everything done, the sh- shooting-wise, how long did it take you to edit I think it took like three months or something. Uh-huh. Effectively, we we put it away for for a month or two uh, for summer, and then returned to to it after summer. And that's a very good thing to do to to put your material away oh, for some time, and 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 then rediscover it because uh, after a while you 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 get a little blind for for some details. Yeah, that's an excellent point. It's always is good to put some time after you finish a project before you release it to do your editing. Yeah. It's, it's, you see it with new eyes. Did, yeah. Did you uh, find yourself cutting a lot in the process, or did you pretty much or restructuring anything? No, it's it's pretty much the same. We 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 took some scenes out. For instance, there is a very gory scene when. Uh, and Ellie is uh, supposed to be a boy, uh-huh. which she which she says uh, twice in the film. Uh, would you love me if uh, if I wasn't a girl? And and you see a short image of uh, of her uh, um, genitalia, uh, her genitals <laughs> yeah. or, or her uh, his non genitals. Yes, and he he was. Uh, this uh, vampire was castrated 200 years ago, and there was uh, a, a scene written, a flashback when this happened, and that was, uh, it, it was really too much to, to show that. Yeah. So that was one thing that was, uh, uh, that, that, hmm. that we put away in, in the editing process. So well, now, now it's much more subtle. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I'm so sorry that we've uh, we we're low on time here. I I can't l- let you get away without uh, at least mentioning th- what is sort of the penultimate scene of the film at the pool, which is a remarkable. I know it took a lot of uh, a lot of in, uh, work to get that one done, but it's uh, it's quite a stunning um, stunning scene, and I want to congratulate you on that. And well, and thank you. And the rest of the film, it is a terrific film. It's uh, let the right one in. We've been speaking with Tomas Albertson, and he's the director. Thank you. Thanks Thank very you. much for being on Film School. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at kuci.org slash filmschool.